0: Greetings, this is Bob Ponderelli, co-host with Mike Sherrick of Into the Gap Radio, which airs Saturday afternoons at one o'clock central on fifteen ninety AM and ninety-five point nine FM Chicago. This is the podcast version of our show where you'll get highlights of our most recent episode. We also do an Into the Gap Unfiltered podcast, and I'll have more details about that later in the episode. Okay, let's get started. Here's my co host,
1: Mike Sherrick. Hey, our guest today is Lynell Harris, life coach, documentarian and radio host at WVON, and a good friend of mine. Well, no, thanks for being here, man. Man, excited to
2: be here with you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's going to be fun. We're gonna today's topic. We're actually talking about that that brings us together because it's difficult to hate when you're actually face to face with people. So that's kind of the overall theme of the the show. But uh, yep. So, but we'll we'll turn it over to Bob right now, so Bob could do his magic in the first segment. Well, l- it, l- let me just yeah. bring a couple
0: of things up. For one, um, Mike and I, I want to acknowledge Mike because. We had some fantastic conversations this week. Uh, Mike and I have conversations all during the week, and in fact, um, my wife Cindy overheard some of our talking, and she's like, "You guys are having way too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> too <And> much fun. <laughs> you're, you're taking way too much time on the phone. Get back to work, kind of a thing." But yeah, but really, slackers, you know, it really does speak to how the show was born. and we, we kind of bring this up uh, at every show as often as we can, which is it's kind of like a live coaching program. We deal with the substance of leadership. Uh, men, yeah, yeah, and uh, personal growth, really, as well as critical thinking, and uh, what kind of questions we could ask about the world around us that might lead us to something you know new or something we haven't discovered yet. So, I'm paraphrasing again. Look, we're doing a news segment, but we don't call it the news. We call it documentation of existing conditions. Because if we call it the news, then maybe we might mislead you to thinking it's news, but really, it's just like a, it's like a what so. Yeah. So, I'm just going to bolt into this. So, here's here's a juicy one. Architects sign on for a global climate strike. So, this is basically architects are saying, no, we need to strike to bring people's attention to the fact that if we all pitch in, mm-hmm. all seven and a half billion people, mm-hmm. we may be able to make a dent in the climate quote unquote crisis. Mm-hmm. And I'm just putting that out there, okay. and, you know, so we could ask ourselves the what question. Be,
1: where do we begin? Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, another one is this is a, this is this is really good. So this is this British. I'm sorry. Is this is a French guy. A French uh, animal rights activist who says we should not kill mosquitoes because they're <laughs> because we owe it to ourselves to give them blood donations. <laughs> and it, I'm serious. This guy and a television presenter. <laughs> Said the insects the insects are sucking human blood to obtain protein for their eggs, which was embarrassing for anti speciesists who realize they're being attacked by a mother trying to nourish her future children.
2: So am I not supposed to swat?
0: So you're not supposed to swat. One can consider that a blood donation from time to time to an insect That's an act was,
2: of violence
1: who
0: is only trying to nurture her children is not a drama, he said. Is not the drama. We're much better off focusing on the tangible things people could do to reduce suffering, such as not eating meat, using animal (laughs) products, or wearing fur. So, all right, I know these can be easily... I don't don't
2: eat meat, but I think I'm still going to swat.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You, you, you you, you know... Yeah. Sure. You know what's really funny? Mosquitoes don't bite me. What does that say? They don't bite me either. Yeah. They come after me because
0: apparently I have sweet blood. You're
1: you're probably tasty. I guess. Yeah.
0: So here's another one. This is from
1: the... Gee, what can go wrong? Category. I smoke cigars too. That's my, probably the
0: whole. Human thing. animal, human animal hybrids are now legal to grow in Japan. What? The Japanese government has granted approval for the University of Tokyo to proceed with controversial stem cell research project that aims to develop human animal, "quote unquote" Frankenstein hybrid creatures, which mad scientists at the school plan to manufacture from uh, in labs uh, from embryos mm. to life. Hmm. And uh, I can't imagine what could go wrong with that.
2: Uh, well, if you read the the book Frankenstein, you, I mean. Yeah, it's not going to end well. That urge has no, always been there, That one right? doesn't end well. That one doesn't so end well. So I don't well. know why we're repeating it. But but uh, some people- are recreating it.
1: Remember what you said right before we got on the show that,
2: you know, people without
1: curiosity are stupid? <laughs> yeah. 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 So- Yikes.
0: Here's a juicy one. Uh, LGBTQ history cur- curriculum will now be taught in Illinois schools. Yeah, And- this is basically, if you if you have, like, say you have an eight-year-old child mm-hmm. in a Chicago public school, yep. you will no longer have the, uh, y- you have to pull your kid out of school. If you think it's a bad idea, you got to take your kid out of that school. Yeah. And if you can't afford to take your kid out of that school. You're in trouble, huh? Well, yeah. I mean, so we have to ask ourselves the question, this goes really to the heart of personal freedom. I mean- doesn't a kid have a choice as they grow up to have unfettered, you know, choices for himself? Like he needs, you know, like, did you feel like a giraffe today? You know. Yeah, man. Th- it begs the question. As this to, gets into a And I'm I'm saying that I'm saying that a responsible adult male is gonna look at that and go, Not
1: my kid. That's just what I'm thinking. Well, this gets into the kind of the thing we were talking about earlier. It's yeah. that you know, I'm willing to grant a lot of freedom to a lot of mistakes, but, like, there has to be lines drawn sometimes. And I'm not sure exactly where those lines are, but they're they're starting to show up for me more and more, you know?
2: Well, so here's my take on it. Sure. I, and actually, on the show tomorrow, we're talking about education and the role that parents play. Yeah. Parents got to step up. That's, it's, it's forcing parents <laughs> to step up in a brand new way. You know, Linnell, which— And, would you, would and as a parent, yeah. just I, I got to step up. Yeah, man.
0: And in what way— I th- this is what I'm saying. Yeah. In other words, there's there's things that are so contradistinct to what we know viscerally, mm-hmm. like inside us. Yeah. As human beings first and then secondly as a man mm-hmm. who intends to be to who who accepts his own manhood and intends to continue accepting his own manhood, right? Right. Yeah, do you have a right to your identity as you're currently constituted? Absolutely. I'm thinking.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, and 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 you know, this is a lot of what you're saying is the LGBTQs. I mean, that's their, that, I mean, they say these exact things. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. I mean, the same exact things. And so I think for, for us, it's it, for me, right? So I'm raising a son. He's mm-hmm. two years old. Mm-hmm. For me, it's about how much responsibility hands-on am I taking yeah. in terms of teaching him what I believe. Or am I allowing someone else? Period.
1: Well, this is what we talked yeah. about on the phone the other day is yeah. is we've had probably thirty or forty years of people that have really been grossly underparented.
2: And, yeah. and we've yeah.
1: deferred parenting And they're currently in in administrative positions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so maybe even yeah. be bureaucrats or something like that. Yeah. You know? But we've currently deferred parenting to institutions or schools or yeah, teachers and or grandparents yeah. or someone else, you know, man and it's it's like and now we're starting to see the impact of it
0: you know so we'll, here. we'll just move on quickly to another one here so this is a, a, a young lady she's in her 20s she's working at a professional office as a writer her uh the the woman that uh recounts the story her name is Carol Blimeyer and she's an adjunct professor of public relations and journalism at Georgetown University her Twitter profile describes her as communications and public policy executive, branding consultant, professor, writer, and Time Magazine's Person of the Year in 2006. She basically recounts a story of this young lady who was writing a story and it went to the editors, and she had spelled the word ham, hamster with a P. Hamster. Hamster. Yeah, she spelled it H-A-M-P, right? Yeah. yeah. So the editor says, no, it's hamster. And she says, no, I am spelling hamster. And... They got into it. And and the guy and the editor's like, it's in the dictionary.
2: Well, I mean, was she she going for something else here with the hemp? Or she just was really messed up.
0: No, no, no. This this young person
1: (laughs) in her 20s, she basically. Yeah, I see your angle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just like, okay, where are you going? Are you being creative? Are you trying to tie uh, it to something?
0: So so what ends up happening is she she's working at a job, she's an adult. She dials her mother. Oh boy! <laughs> she puts her mother on speakerphone, and now her mother is griping at the boss to allow her daughter yeah. to spell hamster any way she wants. Well, do, do you remember- which goes to what, what I said earlier about the LGBTQ question? Because they're like, well, you know, I have a, I may have a male body part, but I'm now going to call myself a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. What's the line there? In other words, do you have a right to continue referring to that person as a woman? I, I mean, as a man, even though they now, in other words, it's a question of decorum, right? Yeah. I mean, man. I don't I don't get it.
2: Well, it's, I don't think it's just you. So in yeah. terms of gender and transgender, mm-hmm. so now the Olympics, they're trying to figure this whole thing out with transgenders who's, mm-hmm. Who swap and it's the problem's not a woman who wants to be a man, right? right? I mean, the guys, especially aren't com- in sports, yeah, yeah, in sports, the guys aren't complaining, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because for the most most part, the guys aren't really competing, right, with that person, right? right. But for a man who wants to be a woman, mm-hmm. they're beating the women, even when their testosterone's are brought to the quote unquote right levels, mm-hmm. because it's just a there's a biological difference, yeah, right, yeah.
1: Well, you so. got to be careful about that. You just broke a. Uh, There's a biological you said, <laughs> difference. You right? said
0: biological difference? There's a biological difference, yeah. No, I know. You are riding on the trouble. edge of You're an, you're in trouble, though. Yeah. You just
1: stepped over. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's really interesting. There's
2: a There is a biological difference between I my there, wife and us. There, there absolutely is. Yeah. Of but
0: is. we're supposed to if if you're if if we're supposed to basically honor what somebody says versus what objective reality well, may, I get that. may be.
2: Yeah, you get to identify as Bob. I'm okay with that. Right. And there's a biological difference. Yeah. <laughs> Not between right. you and I, right. but, yeah. Well,
1: you know, the other thing, yeah. I'm okay with anybody identifying however the hell they want to identify. Yeah. I really, I, I have no problem with it. But don't make it my problem to make sure I get the new update yeah. on what the proper pronoun is or what's the protocol and all this other stuff. Like, educate me. I'm open yeah. to that. But. But don't have an expectation, and I'm supposed to know when that's not even my. Well, that's
2: well. I mean, it's 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 no different than one of the questions I get all the time is, "Hey, which is it, African American or Black?" And I I, I, I appreciate the question, and for me, it doesn't matter. Now, for for some people Mm -hmm. in my community, it does matter. Yeah, and so yeah, keep asking.
1: Well, I think that's the thing, man. Just inquire. Yeah, you know, there's. I go down to Arizona pretty frequently, especially Mm -hmm. for spring training. Yeah, and there's this bar in Scottsdale, Arizona called. The Rusty Spur, right? And it's one of the coolest. <laughs> like, if you're in this bar, like a horse will come in the bar. And the bar's not much bigger than the studio. And there's just this, this bar. And all you can get is canned beer and shots, right?
2: And you stopped there and had wow. a drink. I stopped there and had That's several it, drinks. It simplifies right? the menu. Yeah. yeah. And so
1: I'm it's in. It's this... easy to bookkeep. I'm so, in this bar and there's always live music. And the owner of the bar comes in, he's got three rules. And these three rules, man, the whole world could run on these three rules. The first rule is tip the bartenders and waitresses well because I don't pay them for crap, right? Okay. So that makes sense, right? Rule number one. Rule number two is if you can't have fun, it's your own damn fault.
2: <laughs> that's right? true.
1: I like that. And then rule number three <laughs> is don't let your fun interfere with someone else's
2: fun. Ah, that's a good rule. That's Very a, solid.
1: That's a rock solid rule. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, this is like <laughs> the best bar in the world that everybody goes in there. And it's a constant party. You go in at 2 in the afternoon on a Wednesday – Places up for grabs. <laughs> you
2: know? I don't know that I'm stopping there, but okay. I was gonna
1: say Yeah, you probably <laughs> I, I would say at two in the afternoon, at in the afternoon
0: on a weekday, there's gotta be like oh. you know, like seventy-five percent of the people are over fifty who are well, that don't have either should shouldn't be working or no longer work, you know, yeah. or something, you know.
1: You know what, dude, it's so funny you said I don't know if I should stop in there because one of the things, you know, the the topic today is what keeps us apart or, or what yeah. brings us together, brings right? Yeah. And the thing that I wrote down is, you know, one of the things I see is missing is being responsible for your biases. So I'm sitting there mm. talking to you about this, right? Right, yeah. And I don't even think in a million years, why would that be a problem for Lavelle? Until you said it, right? Because <laughs> it's in Arizona, everyone's packing. Oh, yeah. It's a cowboy bar. Uh-huh. And I don't think I've ever seen a black dude in there.
2: Yeah, you, you're not. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm so serious. I mean, I'm no. pulling to into the parking lot, look around, and back out. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, let's stop somewhere else and use the bathroom. Wow. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's just a. That's that's the reality of being black in America.
1: I would not have a problem you coming in with me yeah. though. Now you know? here's like the I thing. would bring I, you in I, with I, me. I haven't think it twice. I of have yeah.
0: no I have no qualms about admitting this publicly. Yeah. I, me personally, yeah. and not for any other reason. than I'm just uncomfortable. Uh, if I was going to walk into a bar with, I was going to be the only white guy, and it doesn't matter if I was mm-hmm. the only white guy, Mexican or a black bar, or even a room full of Greeks or whatever. (laughs) Is that different? I I would be, I, I, I'm just saying. Yeah. And I, I actually really can't really say what my own reasoning for that would be other than I'm just paranoid. You know, I'm just getting over now. Most of the paranoia I had for most of my life and I'm just being honest about it. I mean, I had all kinds of stuff in my head that I thought was real, that is not real. Yeah. But I'm just being honest about the fact that I, now, you're, what's your, when you say something like that, because this is mm-hmm. a great point,
2: what you're bringing yeah. up is yeah. huge. And yeah. it's
0: something that we're not allowed to talk about publicly. I mean, for the most part.
2: Yeah, I talk about
0: it. I, yeah. And we're glad that you are. Yeah. So when you say you wouldn't go in there, what would be your number one reason?
2: Well, I mean, number one is... You just kind of learn. Jo- all
0: joking aside.
2: Yeah. All joking aside, you just kind of yeah. learn to make it easy on yourself. Like, why, mm. why would I go into a place where there could potentially be, you know, someone who has a problem with my skin color mm-hmm. because of their own ignorance? Okay. And all I'm trying to do is use the bathroom. So it's, yeah, it's right. one of those things where it's like you, you kind of, you say, you know what, is it worth it to walk in this place? It's probably not. So I'm going to keep moving.
0: W- would I be able to say the same thing as you and get the same level of acceptance publicly? For I'll tell that? you this,
2: and and, and, this and I'm just is, saying this that's is the just... truth about black people. Yeah, you could walk into a black bar yeah. and use the bathroom.
1: I have. Yeah, I mean, I have. I've gone into black rest. I like
2: they'd when, be like, "What's up, bro?
1: What do you need?" When you is there a s- bathroom in here? Yeah, there it is. The no only problem. the only time I feel uncomfortable. There's yeah. been a couple times I had to get off the Eisenhower. Yeah, you know, and you're mm-hmm. in a. Some of those rough parts. Rough, rough neighborhoods, yeah. Yeah, and it's at different times, like I've felt. And, and I don't know what it is about the west side. I feel more uncomfortable on the west side than the south
2: side because I used to work on the south side, mm-hmm. you know? I never felt uncomfortable. Well, I'll tell you the difference. Mm-hmm. Because on the south side, the south siders are used to seeing uh, a person of a different race mm-hmm. ride through their neighborhoods yeah. here and there yeah, all the time. Okay. The west side is more segregated. Oh, I so you yeah. can go down certain streets where they're like, whoa, it's a white guy.
1: It's like block to block. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that's and, so, and that's why you feel the, the visceral yeah, difference yeah. because, I mean, they're also like, whoa, what is he's lost? There's yeah. no question that you're not supposed to be over there because there's nowhere for you to drive within a certain block radius right. where right. you would be.
0: Right. Yeah. Here, Mike knows my brain really well. I'm just thinking to myself right now. The Greeks are coming after me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's it's really interesting, because most of my like I've never That'd cared, you know, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of it has to do with my
2: mom. But I've never really
1: cared, I yeah. you know, but I never grew. Up, I mean, I grew up in Berwin.
2: Let me tell you the other reason what you feel.
1: Yeah,
2: what you feel is a remarkable a remarkable amount of privilege. Okay, and I hate, well, the, I and, hate that and, word. I know. I, well, know? it's 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 a word, man. It, we could talk about it, but yeah. it's a word. We, but you, you feel a remarkable amount of privilege and wealth in an area that is not privileged and is economically deprivated. Yeah, there's so, no doubt. So imagine, so let's take race away. Mm-hmm. Imagine being a wealthy man mm-hmm. with gold bags, riding a carriage through a filthy poor area. Mm-hmm. Would you feel uncomfortable? All, everybody's the same race. Would you feel uncomfortable?
1: I don't know. You know, I, I bet you would. I, I would say I, I would be I would uncomfortable say, with the yeah. destitution.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be uncomfortable. That's what you're uncomfortable with. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So and we make I, it about race, but it really is about the economic difference no, that you see. Yeah, but how do some. you
0: how do you say that he's having a sense of privilege or that he's experiencing privilege? How would you know what he's experiencing? And again, we're having a conversation about yeah. it, right? Yeah. Because
2: he can stop at the bar and I can't
0: and if that's he, i mean yeah. that's that's yeah yeah
2: that's, no yeah. no that's yeah, part get of it, it. Yeah. yeah and he can come in my bar but be, don't you, you don't feel comfortable you you but yeah but you that, don't feel
1: you could do the other the other way around you
2: could come in my bar if you maybe. came with me maybe yeah see that's that's privilege well i have to be with mike yeah
1: well i mean well look, you, you know we're having this conversation all of a sudden so i got this buddy rory yeah right and rory and i kind of grew up together if you start called growing up from 25 and on right mm-hmm. so we kind of grew up together super successful dude lives down in Arizona now that he's mm. actually the guy I go see in Arizona all the time. Yeah. So, um, and Rory doesn't like the bar either. <laughs> he goes, I'll <laughs> just go on a rant about it. I yeah. said, I love this place. No, man, this is no good. So I got to go by myself. But anyway, um, but Rory has gone a million places with me, mm-hmm. you know, that black dudes never usually never go. You know? Right. And there were a couple of times where, you know, there were dudes who would act. Yeah. He, he would get all like, let's go, I'm going to kill him. You know, and Roy's a, Roy played basketball at Northwestern. He's a bad dude, right? Yeah. And he's like, and I, I, he was like, snap. And I'm like, what's going on, man? You didn't see that? Like, no. So this whole idea of being responsible. Well, he, by, but man.
2: because he's hyper, he's hyper aware. Yeah. And that's, that's something else that people of color experience in this country. It's a different level of hyper awareness. I mean, I'm a 42 year old law abiding citizen. Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee you that on the ride over here, I knew where every police officer was.
1: Really? Huh.
0: Well, not only that, yeah. but the odds of you being pulled over are much higher
2: are much in much a luxury higher. vehicle. Yeah. So it's, you yeah. know, I see him in my rear view. I see him in my side mirrors. Mm-hmm. You know, where's he going? Okay, he's going. All right, cool. Even here. Right.
1: In Emerson? Yeah. But, but yeah. here's the thing. Absolutely.
2: It's, it's just a life. It's, it's a learned behavior, hyper-awareness.
1: Mm-hmm. Am I that clueless? I might be, huh?
2: I, it's just a different reality. And that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Right? That's I mean, actually it's a, it's yeah, a different so, reality. So, so the yeah.
0: whole thing about the white privilege conversation, let's say, is, for example, mm-hmm. yeah, two, two minutes, yeah, is that objectively, white people have more privilege than non white people. And that the number one reason for that is, is that they've been doing business with themselves for all this time. They've been in their own culture, but aren't other cultures cooperating and and transacting in their own cultures as well then?
2: But it's, I mean, yes. Yeah. And and you have some cultures that are doing phenomenal. I mean, Mm -hmm. in in their own cultures. Mm -hmm. I'm talking more so about my community of African-Americans that were forced into this culture. And then when they were quote unquote freed, Mm -hmm. never really accepted into it. Mm -hmm. And, and and when they were accepted, when they did kind of let their hair down and relax, Mm -hmm. they suffered for it. Yeah. You know? And so you you have to know that our grandparents and then our parents have taught us a certain way of being Mm -hmm. in this country because of what we've experienced during Jim Crow era and before that.
1: You, you know, yeah. when, when we get back, what I, yeah. I'm really curious about a couple of things here because, I mean, th- there's no doubt that, that the black community is under greater scrutiny, especially, like, when they're wandering around the streets than I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I get away with murder, right? I drive over the speed limit and I never look for cops. But I, I, you've been pretty successful. Yeah. You know? And I want to understand your strategies and the way you look at it and, and how you've maneuvered through this environment where okay. it's more yeah, difficult absolutely. for others. Okay, Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Bob Pontarelli here, and I want to thank you for listening to this
0: podcast. We'll have more Into the Gap episode highlights after a short break. Into the Gap is on a quest for bringing self-knowledge right up against the glass of the great display window of life. We're also on a quest for advertisers to support this podcast, our weekly radio show, and our unfiltered podcast. If you'd like to get more information and inquire about rates, please contact me at bob at
2: IntoTheGapMedia.com. Ecotech Pest Control is a local family-owned pest control company located in the Chicagoland area. We aim to provide environmentally responsible, effective pest prevention and elimination to our clients, following the principles of integrated pest management. From bedbugs to roaches, from silverfish to rodents, whether residential or commercial, Ecotech Pest Control will get the job done. Visit our website, ecotechpestcontrol.com, for a free estimate or call us at 773-570-0070 to schedule your service appointment
0: today and tell them Into the Gap sent you. This is Into the Gap, the podcast, where we bring you highlights of our radio show, which airs every Saturday at 1 o'clock Central Time on WCGO AM and FM. We also recently introduced the Into the Gap Unfiltered podcast, where we power wash the dingleberries of negativity, hiding out in all those deep blue ripples that too often slow us down and keep us down. Find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Our latest episodes are also available on SoundCloud at IntoTheGapMedia and our website, IntoTheGapMedia.com. Okay, back to the show now.
1: Here's Mike. We were talking about, you know, we want to get into Linnell and how he's maneuvered, because he's a successful gentleman in the 21st century in America, mm-hmm. playing a game according to rules, and uh, has done well. But Bob just asked a question about um, the impact of slavery, and uh, Linnell was talking about it. I said, just please share with us the, you know, your perspective on the impact of slavery yeah. as, as it exists, because th- this is not a conversation people have. No. you know We don't no, talk about don't this talk stuff, about especially... Yeah. White dudes and black dudes together talk nah, about it. Nah, White dudes would get together clear. in a bar and talk about it. And you know, oh, those freaking black guys, they just want more shit from us <laughs> for free, right? It, for, <laughs> for
0: thinking people, for yeah. thinking people who are interested in moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and I would I, I I would believe that it's it's a it's a rarity to be able to do that. And yeah. maybe they do it in corporate America, but I'm gonna argue. Well, no,
2: we don't talk I don't that. think, yeah, I I, think they talk
1: about I'm the argue, impact yeah. of slavery. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna nah, argue, they're not talking about that. No,
0: in, in corporate America, there's got to be so much, so much. I don't know what the word is, but uptightness that keeps yeah. people from well, letting their hair down. Well, that's the other thing yeah. you don't want to
1: talk. It's the elephant in the
0: room.
2: Yeah, well, it's well, it's not even in the room. It's the it's not present. And you asked me how was I successful? Yeah, it's because I learned how to assimilate. Okay. So now, isn't
1: that a bad word too?
2: It depends. <laughs> well, no, no. I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, you, you you asked me how I was su- successful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because I learned how to assimilate into the white culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I figured out that if I spoke a certain way, mm-hmm. if I presented myself a certain way, that I wasn't perceived as a threat. Mm-hmm. And that might sound crazy, but let me tell you, when I was in corporate America, I wore glasses. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. And the glasses were on purpose to actually soften my presence as a six foot black man. Yeah. Seriously, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm not, you know, I can't hurt you. I got glasses. I'm on, right? I'm Clark Kent. You're hey, Urkel, right? I'm, yeah, exactly, right. I'm not this. Yeah. And I'll tell you something: people actually related to me differently when I had them on and when I had them off. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously.
0: And, you know, it's fascinating. It, well, I'm going to let you keep going because I don't want to interject questions. So so, so I'm gonna...
2: we go back to this whole notion of slavery, yeah. right? What I was telling yeah. Bob, Bob was like, well, why is it still a part of the conversation? Mm-hmm. And what I was telling him is because we haven't had the conversation. Yeah. And the, the example I used is if Bob cheated on his wife mm-hmm. and she knew about it. And by the way, there was damage, emotional damage, mental damage, mm-hmm. spiritual damage in the relationship. Mm-hmm. But Bob never acknowledged it. Mm-hmm. His wife might be like, well, you remember that time 3 years ago?" And he's like, "What?" Yeah. Like but there's no acknowledgement, right? Why are you talking about that? Then the marriage is damaged. It's the same thing with the race relations mm-hmm. in the United States of America. Yeah. It has never ever been handled.
1: So, buddy, what what what's so great about what you're saying? And this is a thing that that what I'm tr- I've been trying to communicate like from my The dude standpoint, from the guy standpoint, from the white guy standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. So you and I aren't actually axe murderers or anything, and we haven't abused too many people, right? Right. But the reality of it is there's a conversation out there. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, June 19th, 1865 is when the last black man learned that he was emancipated. Think about that. Right? And, And so... But yeah. but here's this here's this mentality we've all been trained with. It's like I've been trained this way. And by the way, he learned about
2: it, but that didn't mean he was act, You know, he was actually he, free.
1: No, no, he just learned about it. He, he got learned the, about it. He yeah. got uh-huh. the memo.
2: Yeah, he got the memo.
1: Right. Yeah. So so, uh, but but as a guy, mm-hmm. you know what it is is it, there's this pull for efficiency and effectiveness. It's handled. You're free. What the hell? It's your problem. It's on you, right? Yeah. And without looking at the real impact of the action. And that's where real responsibility comes. If we really is, and I'm speaking about leaders, I'm speaking about men, I'm speaking Mm -hmm. particularly about white men. If we really want to make this work, we're going to have to own it all somehow, some way. And I don't know what that looks like, you know, and I I don't either. And I go ahead. No, no. I, I just think there's, there's a level of ownership that that's been missing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's been unwilling. I think it's just been missing because it hasn't been looked at.
2: Well, some of it's unwilling.
1: Well, of course there's some yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean unwilling. if you
2: if you think about the recent conversations about reparation in Congress and the comments by Mitch McConnell afterwards. I mean, that's that's a that's a like Okay, hey, that happened I, back then.
0: I'm going to present something yeah. that I
2: don't think it's presen-
0: yeah. and it's yeah. not part of I don't I would argue that it's not part of any of the three of us except for maybe yeah. me because I've been looking there. Mm-hmm. South Africa Truth and Reconciliation Commiss- Commission. Uh, Bez, Bi, Di, uh, Bishop Desmond Tutu wins yeah. the Nobel Peace Prize. Right, right now as we speak, white genocide in South Africa. That's black true. people killing white people, particularly women, and they love killing women, and they and I and 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 the, and, and they like killing them by stabbing them in the navel. Which for them is symbolic of where life emanates from. Right. And torturing them. And they particularly torture them in savagery. I'm talking about savage butchery.
2: Yeah. It's horrible. Absolutely. And so here
0: we had an acknowledgement of that problem. Mm -hmm. And yet, and and I would argue that it is the fallen state of man, regardless of race or ethnicity or any of that, that keeps us in the same groove.
2: Well, it's because that's
0: an example. Yep. White South, Afri- uh, uh, South Africa uh, ostensibly dealt with, you know, okay, we did this thing, now it's over, we're going to move on. But well, here's and the boom, question. what happens?
2: Here, here, but here's the thing.
0: You know, it's unbelievable.
2: The evidence points to that it wasn't dealt with. Yeah.
1: Well, that, that's what I'm hearing, Bob.
2: Yeah. Well, Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, right. The, the box, so was, what's, checked. What's, the box was checked, but it wasn't completed. Yeah. Yeah. But hold on.
0: that you're talking about something that I'm I'm debating for the sake of Mm debate. Sure. And and for the the sake of continuing to peel back the layers of the onion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Critical inquiry. Critical inquiry. Yeah. 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 So here you got this several years and documentation and Mm -hmm. good documentation and court proceedings and an incredible amount of involvement of, of people around the world in that event. And yet, boom, they went right back into the groove. So- I actually well, don't it, know it, for it, sure yeah. myself yeah. when you say we still have a problem because there hasn't been an acknowledgement. You know, Mike and I don't talk about this a lot, but w- w- there's definitely an umbrella over mm-hmm. humanity mm-hmm. that is an impulse, a natural impulse to like do the not do the right thing. <laughs> well, so but but you if we mean?
2: look at if we look at that situation. Yeah. You can acknowledge something, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But if you don't take a look at the consequence of it and then say, all right, forgive me for the consequence, but not only forgive me for the consequence. How can I take action to actually begin to heal the negative consequence? A lot of this is back. uh, It's an economic backlash just because it was dealt with in South Africa Mm -hmm. in terms of talking about it. Mm -hmm. There was never any type of wealth transfer. There was well, the, They're yeah.
0: they're taking properties now. Yeah,
2: and and that's what's happened. That's that's part of and, it. And so that, and, they're, yeah.
0: and 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 one could argue that the, the property it's just, we're going into the weeds a little bit, but yeah. one could argue that the taking property is not it's not going
1: to do anything It's either, not necessarily well, it's, it's not going to solve the problem. You know, no not, problem, you know not, what I mean? It's not. I, I agree it's with you. It's unbelievable. What I'm hearing Yeah. is the thing you and I have talked about a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's this right. idea of completion. There you go. And that's what's
2: missing. And that's
1: what's missing. And when yeah. something is complete, it's done. Okay, but completion okay. What, what's takes What's the criteria? Work. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, and what's yeah. the gauge? What? What's the? You and how
0: I, do we know? Like at what how level do you of know? completion are we in? You and I agree. Engine room. You yeah, know. No, but, but,
2: but here's the thing. You and I you stay, agree. You stay in the conversation. Yeah. And and we all we're always looking for a quick fix. I talk about this a lot on my show. Yeah. We're mm. an instant gratification, cut corner society. Yeah. What? Well, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Did you see <laughs> right? comfort over courage? <laughs> oh yeah. That's our. I mean, courage, courage over, over courage. courage. over comfort. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what's happening, right? Yeah. We're looking for comfort over cour- courage. Yeah. And and there's consequences for that.
0: Well, we're looking for stasis yeah. all the time. How can I yeah. be stasis? Yeah. And of course, there is no freaking stasis. <laughs> and, yeah. and by the way, growth
2: <laughs> only happens with discomfort. Yeah. Absolutely. And so we have to be in the yeah. uncomfortable conversation, the mm-hmm. difficult conversations, because that's where the growth happens. But instead, what, what, what most people want to do is they want to have a big parade, Some Some some, celebration. Some big celebration. Some punctuation of some kind. We're all the same now. Everybody hug and love each other and then leave like it's done. And no, that's just the beginning. Yeah.
0: Yes. At at the same time, my own, and Mike knows me very well, Mm -hmm. you know, there's always somebody Mm -hmm. that is looking to exploit from the outside in. Always. Right? So... And this is what I mean. Isn't about, that the nature of man though? But thank you. This is exactly what the show is about today. Yeah. What, what are the things that make us that the, of the number of things that, that have us be pretty much the same, regardless mm-hmm. of everything else, history, ethnicity, color, background, sex, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, we're all united as human beings, ultimately, and mm-hmm. we're all subject to the same pathological dispositions of being human.
2: Maya
1: said uh, that, yeah. 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 yeah, no, I mean, ultimately, it's 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 being driven by fear, you know? Absolutely. And that's why, that's why they complete, like, if people really, under. I think so few people understand what it means to be complete with something, yeah. you yeah. know? I mean, just on a personal level, uh, Linnell and I have had a couple of dust-ups,
2: right? Oh, yeah, when we first met, but we couldn't, it was hard for us to get along. And, 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 and it would make sense,
1: right? Well, how'd you guys meet, by the way? I never, oh, we met in the coach's training program. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. But right. we just misunderstood each other. Yeah. Two and different backgrounds, two different worlds. Two mm-hmm. different worldviews, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Cool. And if we weren't willing to mm-hmm. actually get complete, there's no way we could have any
2: conversation. Yeah, right. there'd be no conversation. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: yeah. you know, I would just be making him wrong, he'd be making me wrong, and we'd go along our lives. And right. It'd be so incredibly ordinary. Yeah. You know? Here's another thing. It's just an observation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like we're taught by popular media mm-hmm. that one of the attributes of being complete is that we're all going to go hang out together. And it's not necessarily going to happen.
2: And if it it's it's doesn't happen, necessary. that doesn't yeah, no. mean anything. Yeah.
0: Like the fact that I hang around with mostly white straight people does not mean it's impossible for me or that I don't like gay people no you're allowed
1: to have preferences or people who
0: are non-white I mean I saw an ad running on Twitter this week and they were saying you know if you are not dating a
1: transgender person (laughs) you hate transgender people what? well that's just nonsense we're gonna gonna take a break (laughs) that's just crazy though (laughs) that's just crazy but that's the crazy see that's the BS that's what I mean about
0: somebody sticking their finger in there going I think I can I can exploit that
2: yeah but that's fear that's fear that's all
0: yeah You're listening to Into the Gap, the podcast, where we bring you highlights of our weekly radio show, which airs Saturdays at one o'clock Central Time on WCGO AM and FM, Evanston, Chicago. We also recently introduced the Into the Gap Unfiltered podcast, where leadership, lifelong learning, and critical thinking are leveraged in the service of freedom and liberty. Find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. The latest episodes of that podcast, and this one, too, are available on SoundCloud at IntoTheGapMedia and on our website, IntoTheGapMedia.com. If you'd like to get in touch with questions, comments, or to inquire about sponsorship opportunities, please email me at Bob at IntoTheGapMedia.com.
1: Let's go back to the show now. Here's my partner, Mike Sherrick. We've got our special guest, Linnell Harris, and uh, this is our last segment here. And you know what this what this has really been about has been in, engaging a conversation about what really brings us together and um, what what I'm seeing in this is what really what can bring us together is just curiosity. Man, <laughs> you
2: know, I, that's the biggest piece.
1: Just just being curious about what the hell's going on over there. Right. And, I was just going
0: to say what we found out what brings us together is. A desire to be together?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, that's what's <laughs> Maybe that might be a good start. Isn't yeah. that... That's really interesting. What, what I, my, my experience in this conversation is really a desire to know and learn
2: yeah, and, and right. hear
1: the other perspective, right?
2: That, that's huge. Yeah. Because we, you do have to step back and listen. And, oh, yeah. and most of us don't listen.
1: Well, well that's and what, You got to give yeah. up your current position
0: of what you think you know.
2: Yeah. Well, well that's... I mean, there's a quote by Plato. you will pull it up. But there's a quote by Plato that basically captures that perfectly.
1: Know thyself.
2: Well, no. No, that's Socrates. That's Socrates, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Plato's is basically any, I think it's something like, it is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. Yeah. So I can actually be in conversation. It doesn't mean I have to believe it for myself, but I could be in the conversation with you and entertain the conversation. Right. And then later mull it over.
1: Yeah, you know, what I'm getting from that is I still, when I hear the word privilege,
2: I, I get a pucker. I'm being yeah. quite honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, and, I, and you know what? I understand why. Because, oh boy. what I know about you, Mike, yeah. is you forged your way in this world. Yeah, right. Right. And so you've worked hard. You have yeah. built something for you and your family. Right. And then when somebody comes by and says you're privileged, you're like, what? Yeah. And really, and, and it, it's the the context of the world that word that's triggering you versus understanding the person that's saying it. Well,
1: that's exactly yeah. it. It's just, it's just the yeah. context I, and I semantics. Yeah. I totally get that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's just the, the like, you know, growing up in Cicero is <laughs> not the yeah. bastion of privilege. You know? Yeah.
2: And all I'm saying, yeah. as a black man, when I say you're privileged, is you didn't have to learn how to assimilate.
1: Well, you know, you, it's really interesting. The first job I got that mm-hmm. was really a cool job, like the first really cool corporate job yeah. I got, I got it because I was 6'2". I was in pretty good shape. I was about 270 and, you know, mm-hmm. pretty rock hard. A slapping young lion. And I looked the part, and I was blonde, right?
2: Dude, if I, if I was 6'2", <laughs> 270 pounds, <laughs> there's no way they would have gave me that job. And that's, no, that's part you're, of the difference. You're absolutely right. Yeah, they'd be like,
1: hell no. Well, you know what? what it's really interesting. It has nothing to do with
2: competence. That guy looks scary.
1: Working for that same company, right? hmm I I was the first manager, and because I was in sales, right? Yeah. To hire a woman, to hire black guys, you know. I mean,
2: did you get did you get any? I mean, did they ride you for that?
1: Th- they didn't, because I was six two and two seventy. I could tear oh, their okay. heads off, right? Got it. Yeah. But in the background, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I remember I was at a sales convention, and this dude made a comment to my guy James. His name is James Farrell. He played for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he he made a reference to him that was incredibly uncalled for and I had to take him out back and have a conversation with him because it was just stupid right Mm -hmm. but you know and James was there and he was one of these guys he learned how to assimilate
2: yeah played a game
1: and he wanted to kill him I said I'll take care of it yeah don't worry about it but it but it's yeah and I didn't even notice I just thought it was just part of the thing it was so what I'm seeing is there's a lot of stuff that I did not see from the perspective that you would have seen it yeah you know
2: yeah And, and, and that's really what the conversation is about yeah
1: it's interesting the core distinctions. Did you see the core distinctions? Enrollment. Not, not, my, not without my glasses. Sorry. Enrollment, listening, accepting, and stand. Right. Mm-hmm. Nice for for our conversation today. So.
2: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Does the audience understand what enrollment is?
1: I don't know. We t- we talk about it every now and then, but enrollment is actually having a conversation such that someone else is moved and inspired by the things you're saying. That's right. You
2: yeah. know. Yeah. So. And enrolled uh, in it.
1: And enrolled in it. Yeah. And willing to take action and step forth.
0: And when they're when they're enrolled in it. they're... You're saying that's the criteria. If someone's enrolled in this, mm-hmm. in a conversation, mm-hmm. they're, they're, the evidence of that is that they're going to take an action relative but, and to here's, it.
2: And here's the key to enrollment. I always start with what's in it for Bob, not mm-hmm. what's in it for Linnell. Right. But I'm very curious about what's in it for you over there. Yeah. Right. So now I'm starting my conversation, not about me, but what's in it for the other person on the other side. Right. Yeah. You know, and if we did that, I mean, think about our country. If we began to do that. Yeah. That would be transformative. All by itself. Big time. What's in it for this guy? If, anybody who's ever yeah.
1: been successful in sales learns that pretty quickly. Though. I think <laughs> anybody, anybody who's been successful. successful in anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right, man. Yeah. So, um, hey, man. So, why don't you fill us in on some of the stuff you're up to? I yeah. want to know. Yeah, I mean, please. You know, we, we're going
2: to yeah. run yeah. out of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, real quick. I mean, who I am in the world is I transform lives. And that's why these type of conversations are, are so fun for me. Yeah. And I think important as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a coach. Uh, a life coach. People try to tell me you're a business, a performance coach, but really what I do is I address life, mm-hmm. you know, and get into conversations like this, but deeper with people about their lives and how to make them work. And, and, uh, one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm very, very committed to my community yeah. and the transformation of my community. Yeah. Uh, but along with that committed to every human being on the planet, yeah. because at the end of the day, we're all one really yeah. And the this whole conversation, I mean, we're, we we had a conversation really about race. Mm-hmm. But when you think about it, it's really a conversation about an illusion that was invented that basically divides us. Yeah, And, and so part of my work is really to get underneath that yeah. and to help people become not only their best selves, but live a life of purpose. And I, I do that through a number of vehicles. One is my mantra, Murder Mediocrity. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to know more about me, they can go to MurderMediocrity.com. Um, and then as a coach, I have a vehicle for people who are re- who are really looking to move their lives forward through Slayer Goals. Mm-hmm. They can go to SlayerGoals.com to learn more about that. And my show on Sunday on Sunday morning, 7 a.m. is really about living the best life. And we get into conversations just 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 like this yeah. about what it means to be successful, what it means to live a life that is over and above mediocrity. And and mm-hmm. and be intentional and committed about what you want to create. So, awesome. Yeah, yeah, we didn't even talk the about
1: the real reason I want to have you on. here hey, what was the real reason: fatherhood. Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean that's and really
1: two years old. I got a two year old. Yeah, and he he did this incredible thing, Bobby. Did this uh, rules for my son. I think is what it's called. lessons to lessons, teach my son. Lessons yeah. to, to teach my son. It's a book I'm working on. Yeah, yeah. awesome. And yeah. it's actually yeah. uh, I've listened to most of them, and it's actually it's it's I mean it's mostly common sense stuff, but it's it's really it will. It's so what's missing in the world is is true parenting, mm-hmm. you know, so that the kids in the world can actually grow up.
2: So And a commitment. And yeah. I, I think parent, you know, I think parenting is misunderstood. And what I believe, Mike, you and I have talked about that. Yeah. This is uh, that as a parent, you're a steward. Yeah. And so my job is to steward my son into adulthood. And he's got to make his own personal decisions, mm-hmm. but my ability to be. A phenomenal steward has a lot to do with his success yeah and right. i've been i've been tasked with that responsibility and so this book is a compilation of 30 lessons that i received from people all over the place social media friends mm-hmm. radio uh, listeners who called in and i compiled the top 30 lessons and taught them on the show and now they're going to be in a book cool yeah
1: that's excellent nice that's awesome yeah, yeah. how about you brother uh, you know, I parent, are you talking about parenting or anything? Well, you got you know, you got your son who's a hero and, well, well, you, and your daughter who's.
0: Well, it's kind of funny. My, <laughs> uh, our son is at uh, Fort Bragg. He's a special forces yeah. candidate
1: ah. and he, uh, was like, uh,
0: oh my gosh, 85% or close yeah, to 85% done. of the way through mm-hmm. a, uh, the, uh, uh, Program pass fail program and he was passing and he broke uh, he didn't break but he separated <sighs> his shoulder oh, so God, he just thought. had surgery he's gonna go back in the pipeline okay, and got it. but uh the the gag in the family is where did this guy come from because you know we're a bunch of cake eaters <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's like forces, a little yeah. badass yeah. out yeah, there yeah, that's awesome. and uh, yeah yeah pretty remarkable so appreciate it and um he just makes me feel like I did a really good job. As a father, you know, and I, of course, that's not how it occurs for me, but he knows me better yeah. than I know myself there. So.
1: Yeah. Well, what I'm really present to is just an incredible amount of gratitude, man, for you being my partner and you being our guest, man. Thanks so me much. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really great. Here. Very grateful to be here for myself yeah. too. And, uh, and in the ability to actually have these conversations so others can gain from it and, 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 and mm-hmm. share with it. Cause this is not a com- common conversation. That's really intentional what we're doing. Right. So now, to okay. actually live your purpose, which is what we're doing here yeah. is, is a, pretty high level of operation so beautiful thanks to both you guys thanks to everybody listening please allow us to thank you for listening to this show as we are
0: only too aware that your support makes it possible